your guarantee. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel on this beautiful Wednesday. I am with the wonderful Jay. And man, start off an energetic Wednesday, but uh, some unfortunate news. R.I.P. to Colt Brennan. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Colt Brennan. Wild. That that just came out of nowhere. And it's, it's kind of taken over everywhere. There's no gas anywhere. And all you see is people talking about Colt Brennan. Guy had a, a serious impact on the sports world. He was one of my, like, my all-time favorite collegiate quarterbacks. I was so convinced that they that Hawaii squad was gonna like just put it on Georgia. <laughs> I thought that in that Sugar Bowl, I think it was a Sugar Bowl. They because I I was convinced, dude, that they were like Boise State 2.0. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you don't understand, man. They're going to like, they're going to throw it together. Like, honestly, before his time, though, if he'd gone and played like Mike with Mike Leach or he'd gone and played, you know, I suppose now, like that system is just Oklahoma. Yeah. Like way ahead of his time. And honestly, if you're going to be like that dude anywhere, Hawaii is a really good place to be that dude. Yeah. I mean, it's a school that uh, where are they? What are they in the Pac-10? No, WAC. The WAC? Yeah, the Western Athletic Conference. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, dude, I like they haven't been that. Like I was. How did he die, man? Huh? How did he die? Uh, he they found him unconscious in rehab. Oh shit! He got in. He got in a really bad car accident, like his second year with the Redskins, mm-hmm. and was in like was like unconscious for like a week and had like a massive brain injury. I remember because like I he got drafted by the Redskins and I was so psyched that he was gonna like I'm like, oh yeah, he's the dude. And he he never quite made it. I think he was sat behind Jason Campbell. Oh, okay. I think and it might have been it might have been into like the RG3 Kirk Cousins years. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure about that though, but I remember like, yeah, he was drafted by the Redskins and I was bummed because I, I wanted him to go somewhere I liked. <laughs> and then the car accident, they cut him. And then I remember he tried out for the LA kiss that when the Gene Simmons bought that arena team. Oh yeah. And I watched, I watched that, uh, that show for like two episodes. Cause he was in and I'm like, fuck yeah. Cole Brennan, dude, I'm going to watch this shit. And, uh, they basically, he went to a doctor. The doctor's like, yeah, dude, you cannot play football again. Like, it was almost like any given Sunday where it's like, man, if you get hit in the head again hard enough, you're just going to, like, straight up die. Damn. So, yeah, he, like, I don't know, man. That's that's one where I don't know how he, 
like actually died, but I'm sure he had just massive CTE from that car accident. Oh, I'm sure. Everything that went with it. It's yeah, it's too bad because I always thought he was just a little bit small, but honestly, the league has kind of gotten to a point where he could have a lot of success now. He was just ahead of his time. He played quarterback when everyone was like, you know, 6'4", 220, trying to be bigger, trying to be like the prototype was Big Ben and Joe Flacco. And now, like, he would totally fit in as like a Baker Mayfield type. So it's just too bad. Man. That Hawaii team was dope. They would do – he learned Samoan to do his audibles in Samoan for his offensive linemen. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was sick. He had Hawaii, the islands, like, shaved into the side of his head. I love that. I would stay up late and watch those Hawaii games. Man. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, R.I.P. Cole Brennan. Man, too early. 37, man. Way too early. Yeah, my buddy caught a pass from him when he was uh, training out in L.A., he was like working at like a high end facility, and uh, yeah, said so the dude had a cannon for an arm. I mean, yeah, made it all the way to the NFL. Gotta have a cannon. Yeah, you have to be something different if you're gonna be not the prototypical quarterback at that time. The story he told was like he was just like he I know him from school, so it was just a Division three wide receiver, but he was like really good. Uh and uh, they wouldn't let him. He's before he let him throw at them, he made him like play catch without gloves on. It's like, man, if you can catch my passes without gloves, then we can, then you can train with me. Damn. Yeah, because it did like actually hurt his hands, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is wild. But yeah, RIP the boy, man. RIP Cole Brennan. Oh, yeah. Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. That's a badass name. Dude, that was a fire jersey, too. Yeah, that was like the, the string of quarterbacks that I like that never like went anywhere. It's like Cole <laughs> Brennan, Jake Locker, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield. Hey, now. You got a chance still. I got a chance. To, I keep doubling down, man. I keep doubling down. One of these guys. Tim Tebow still still could be a great tight end, dude. Oh, man. Just, what, eight years too late? Hey, plus 400 for him to score a touchdown this year, though. I mean, I'll put money on that just because they're going to run some gimmick for him. That week is the, one, week two, then cut. I mean, we'll see. That is, like, the, the most annoying thing online, though, people comparing Tim Tebow to Colin Kaepernick. All these like coaches. I got a guy who I got a guy who like trains his ass off, and he's Division One, and he can't get a phone call in the NFL. Sorry. Well, first off, you're not Tim Tebow, and second off, Colin Kaepernick is not taking a league minimum contract to play a play a position other than quarterback. Exactly. Like Marquette. Marquette King is happening. Like must be nice. Bro, you're a punter, and you didn't appreciate what you had, and you mm-hmm. wanted too much money, and you wanted to be a DJ on the side. People don't fucking like that. Ask Chris Cluey. People don't want their punter to be a political commentator. 
Yeah, man. Just it's it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. Cause is he does he have it in the tank still? He's thirty three years old. I mean, what is the Jacksonville tight end situation? Are they that desperate that they need a guy like Tim? And it's way too late. I feel like it's way too late. Maybe, of course, we talked about like one way back in the day that Tim was training and he's still like trying out for the Mets. He didn't do it for the last year or two, but he's still in some type of shape. But why not commit to this eight years ago and just be Tony Gonzalez at this point? I don't see. And that's the thing. I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. If you sign on like a 3 million guaranteed contract for two years or something like that, then I'd be like, okay, urban, are you just want, does Tim just need money and you're just (laughs) finding ways to launder. But I mean, legitimately he could just show up, be a camp body, get the shit kicked out of him and, go home for under a million dollars. Like that is a very real possibility. Yeah. But but again, it's Jacksonville at the very least. Guess what? If if you didn't show up to training camp to watch Trevor Lawrence, you're going to show up to watch Tim Tebow. If you're from Jacksonville. Yeah, pretty much, man. Cause, and he'll be a pretty decent tight end. I mean, 6'3", 255, that's what they have him at right now. So, pretty decent size for Trevor to get the ball to him. Uh, I mean, he's coming he from – block? Probably not. I mean, not you're the – but you're the guy. I mean, Tim Tebow's always been in shape. He grinds super hard. Uh, he's coming from baseball. So, you got to think, like, core and rotational strength is going to be pretty good. It's not like baseball elite, but I mean, you're talking in and out of cuts, turning, you're talking hip explosion with blocking. I mean, you got to think that the tools are there. It's not like he was playing tennis or something or golf, you know, he was playing a competitive sport and training his body. He looks like he's in really good shape. I mean, he's one of those guys who like they had to cut him off from weightlifting because he got too big in college. So, I mean, you got to think, like, I don't know. Uh, on the other hand, like, he's going to bring, like, a circus, but it's not going to be, like, a Colin Kaepernick circus. He's right. going to bring, like – and, again, you don't know eight years later, maybe he doesn't anymore. But people are going to show up, like, Tebow mania. He's going to talk about Jesus and orphans. He's not going to, like, take a knee and talk about Donald Trump. Yeah, because then people definitely need to turn off the TV on a guy that's coming out there talking about – all the political shit. No, nah, just turn it off. You don't need that in there. You don't need that. Atten- I mean, why does he even get an interview? I guess he does. Well, I mean, I mean, hey, I you know, I don't want to get into Colin Kaepernick that much, but hey, I mean, somebody asked Colin Kaepernick for the league minimum, are you gonna go in to be a, a camp arm somewhere? Like, apparently he wanted what eight million from the XFL or something like that. Yep. Like, I don't, I mean, that's a question. If, if he says, I will play for the league, I will be a camp arm for the league minimum and nobody brings him in, I would maybe have an issue with it. But I mean, it sounds like they're like, they're, you're comparing apples and oranges. And again, as for everybody, ah, there's so many D1 guys who didn't get drafted at tight end and you're going to sign Tim Tebow. He's still Tim Tebow. He's still the greatest college athlete of all time. 
<laughs> he still made Urban Meyer a lot of fucking money. Yeah, he did. So you know, you're not going to argue about. We could argue about that greatest college player because, I mean, I almost, Reggie Bush almost won two Heisman's though. I know, but Reggie Bush never won a Heisman. But the one of the best to ever do it in college, for sure. I mean, there are a lot of people who you could say are the greatest, but you're talking over a four-year career? I mean, yeah, because Tim Tebow, nobody wanted him out of his junior year. Or he just loved Florida. University of Florida. The swamp. That's what it is. (laughs) I did did totally think he was going to win two Heismans, too. Oh, yeah. I mean... The speeches. I mean, he has so much clout around him, especially around that time. I definitely thought they would have gave it to him just for the clout. Who took that second one from him? Oh, trivia question. Trivia question. (laughs) What year would that have been? Also, the last NCAA cover athlete, right? Or is he second to last? Second to last, I think. Last one was a quarterback from Michigan for some reason. Denard Robinson for some reason. He won the Heisman? No, he was on the cover of Man. Oh, cover of Man. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Denard Robinson. Yeah, bro, he was uh, no shoe tie, and he was on what? He was running all over the place and this and that, yeah. Yeah, but he didn't win anything. Michigan didn't do shit. Still one of the most known players that year. He was running all over the field. That boy had some good ass fucking plays. I think he's still in the league. He, I think he plays for Jacksonville. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know he's he a did. running back. I think. Uh, two thousand. Jeez. God, Tim Tebow was in college so fucking long ago. <laughs> Cause he won it in. So he actually won it his sophomore year and didn't win it his junior and senior year. Ah, okay. Um, God, Wikipedia. And Denard Robinson is actually still in the league and he plays for Jacksonville. Oh, sorry. No, he's not in the league anymore. Yeah, dude. Uh, so two thousand control coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So two thousand six, uh, Troy Smith from Ohio State is nobody wanted in 05 mm-hmm. anymore. Wink, wink. Uh, Troy Smith uh, bust out of Ohio State, and then it was three sophomores in a row. Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. Sam Bradford. Which I had mental. I was thinking Sam Bradford, but it seemed off. And then the third, Mark Ingram. Oh, there you go. Mark Ingram, who only got forty-six percent of the vote. Oh, that was hating on Tebow's senior then. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think they made it to the national championship, which kind of makes sense. And then after that, it was. Cam Newton, RG3, Manziel, Jameis, Mariota, Henry, Lamar, Baker. And there we are. But yeah, Tim Tebow only won it that first year. 
almost a two-time Heisman winner, like you said. <laughs> we'll see what happens with him down there, man. I want to see what ha- I mean. Him making the roster would be fun. Bring a little. Finally, making a roster after trying with the Mets for four years. <laughs> Honestly, it would be kind of funny if he made it and then was like actually good. If he, you know, was not like a, not like a top ten, but like a top twenty tight end. Like if he was someone that in a pinch you could start in fantasy and be like, hey man, maybe Tebow will go off for twelve this week. That kind of thing. Yeah, it would have. That would be so funny just because. Man, everyone would just be like, why the hell didn't you do this eight years ago? You've been on a bus driving around double-A ba- uh, baseball stadiums when you could be making NFL money because you didn't want to not play quarterback. This made no sense. The opportunity is right there to just change position and conquer because tight end is not hard. I mean, there's not – you can't give me a top 10 list without giving me, without putting Kyle Pitts on that list right now, because that's how tight ends are. There's not a elite group. You got Rob, Kelsey, uh, Kittle, and go ahead. Uh I mean, honestly, you you can look at like what Cameron Bray, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, you throw in there. Cameron Bray has to share the ball a lot with Rob, so he goes down a little bit. Um, sorry, Darren who's Waller. A, you got to throw Waller in there too. Uh, who is a uh, who's the guy in Green Bay? Tanyan, but Tanyan shares with uh, two other tight ends. Tanyan only had three. Excuse me, four games that wasn't a playoff game over 100 yards with a touchdown. What, Jared Cook? And Is he still um, on the Rams? Jared Cook? No, hell no. He was with the Saints, and then he moved to yeah. somewhere else now. I think he's in the Ram- No, the Rams have one they like, though, right? The Rams have one they like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Higby. Gerald Everett. No, Tyler Higby. They have a rotation at tight end too, bro. <laughs> Which is honestly kind of kind of funny uh, that Tim Tebow again is taking so long because he would have been like the craziest tight end mm-hmm. in the fucking league if he had just straight up come out and played tight end. And your fucking tight end can do trick plays and come in and throw a ball for you. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> Honestly, the, he should have played tight end for the Patriots when he tried out his quarterback. Like that makes so much sense. Like the 2007, the year the the year before he came out for the or the year he won his Heisman, I guess. The uh, a Pro Bowl tight end was Chris Cooley from the Washington Redskins. Come on. Which again, no offense to Captain Chaos, Chris Cooley, he was a third round draft pick. Like, legitimately, third round, guess what? 6'3", 243. Oh, look at that. Like, Tim Tebow would have just straight up been more athletic. Like, the because per- back then, you didn't really have freaks. 
if you were a freak, you played wide out. Like Gronk, Gronk didn't exist. That sort of like tight ends were pretty straightforward. They didn't have to do anything crazy. Now, like Tim Tebow, nobody's going to blink. But 2009, 2010, Tim Tebow would have lit the league on fire as a tight end. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. He was a, he was a Patriot for a little bit. Are you sure? I am. I am a hundred percent sure that Bill walked in the quarterback room and goes, oh, Tim, you're still in the room? I thought we talked about you in tight end room. Oh, all right, cool. You could just hang out here, I guess. And that was it. Come on. I know for sure he was in his ear like, dude, let's have you play tight end. It's just the best move. And he just was stubborn. I get it. You played that your career. You made that the face of your career in college. But if the your back's against the wall and it's change or out the league, you got to change. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And again, I don't know. I don't, I can't judge Tim Tebow because clearly like he loves being a professional athlete, but he's got a lot of other stuff going on that he loves just as much, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think if you really want to make this work, it can't be part-time. And baseball, no matter what you want to say, was definitely a part-time job for him. Absolutely. He did not take that serious at all. And I don't think he would have made it to the league anyway, man. I mean, he I be he he wasn't putting into it what Jordan did. Yeah. Jordan was crazy, so yeah. Jordan was different. <laughs> Tim Tebow was crazy for like five hours a day, and then he was getting on a PJ to go be on SEC Nation every Saturday. Yeah. You just should have dived in instead of just being mad and then wanting out. Because our next two people we're going to talk about, or one's a person and one's a whole organization, but they want out. And it is very interesting because one definitely wants out for probably money, but the other one is kind of sucking on another man's tit, and that's Devontae Adam. He drops a tweet today. Is that sus, bro? That's a is Devontae Adam sus right now? He's a little sus the way he's uh, on Aaron's jockstrap, bro, for real. Because the way he just kind of came out with a tweet and saying, man, I'm going to have to really think about things if if my quarterback's not here. This is the same guy that uh, got on his hands and knees to give a ball to a quarterback for his 300, what was it, 300 touchdown or whatever it was. It's a little weird, bro. A little sus. A little sus. You going with a little sus? I'm definitely going to go with a little sus. Uh, they have a little thing for each other. Uh I got to check. I now got to do an extensive background check on Devontae Adams and his uh, family relationship, see if, they, if that's the bond that's keeping them together. But he tweets out and he says it. I don't know if – I do not know if I can be here or see myself. Pretty much saying I can't see myself here without Aaron. Like I, I, I never said I love the team. Never said he loved the city. He said I really got to think about things if my quarterback's not here. This guy is going into a contract year. 
he so, should give in, he needs to give Antonio Brown a call. Because <laughs> you can you can either A stay with your quarterback or B make a lot of money. Dude, make a ton of money. Because guess what? Aaron's leaving. So that means all that money's on the table for you to become the highest ba- paid receiver in the league. And you deserve it. Because I mean, Aaron made you that. So, but is he a winner? I mean, where is he going to go? If Aaron goes somewhere, is are they going to have cap space for both guys? The only place to do that is Denver. And that would be a move that neither team would do because Aaron, that whole situation is still all up in the air, and Devontae is on a contract here. So they'll tag him and keep tagging him, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens because low key, the Green Bay Packers are doing the opposite of what most NFL teams are doing. Uh, they're very old school. I mean, even the Vikings in the shitty Metrodome, they renovated, they remodeled. We have the nice U.S. Bank Stadium, that the nice new training facilities, and I'm not incredibly familiar with green bay but lambeau field historic yes also kind of a dumb so you agree with uh adam thielen for once he said something that is interesting (laughs) all i will say it's an awful stadium absolutely it's one of the oldest but historic stadiums in the nfl yeah, I mean, what do you want them to do? Leave it and then play somewhere else? Like completely build it? And... No, but like, how about you take out the bleachers and add some seats? That's just part of the history. I, it's part of the history. But again, I'm just saying, um, I don't know what their facilities are like, but I, I haven't heard a lot about like them upgrading those. So at some point, if you're not going to have a uh, Pro Bowl top five quarterback, which debatably, luckily, the Packers have had for 30, a long time. 32 years. Yeah. I mean, maybe even longer because what? They went from Bart Starr to Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, there wasn't yeah. like a oh. huge, like, it wasn't a huge gap there. Yeah, 45-plus years of quarterback excellence in Green Bay. I mean, if you lose your marquee quarterback, you have a front office who wins games but doesn't attract superstars. You have an old, very cold stadium. You have a great fan base, an annoying fan base, but a great fan base. You have – average facilities like what do you have you are in green bay wisconsin it it ain't la there's no big city necessarily i mean again there is a type of person who really would love being a star for the green bay packers and now you gotta find someone to get them the ball Mm -hmm. I I think, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, Aaron definitely has him kind of by the balls. And it could be a long rebuild. Again, 
I mean, I think without Aaron Rodgers, they're potentially just like the Cleveland Browns before Baker. Yeah, they were like Buffalo before Josh Allen. Buffalo was just a awful place where quarterbacks went to die, and they didn't have their they didn't have any success since the last time we went to the Super Bowl. And that's a, that's what Green Bay was compared to, like. Green Bay without Aaron is the Buffalo Bills of back in the day before Josh Allen. Yeah, pretty right much. Now, I mean, yeah. I mean, without Aaron, Green Bay is like Denver. <laughs> I mean, more – I mean, but here's the thing. People want to go to Denver and stay in Denver. It's beautiful. They have mountains. They have all sorts of dope shit. Mm-hmm. Like – without Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay is like Denver without scenery or a big city. <laughs> yeah. And again, sure. I think Wisconsin is great. I, I'm not a Wisconsin hater, but that's the that's how people see you. You're not trying to recruit me. You're trying to recruit guys who grew up like in LA, Miami. Boys that are down south, like that heat all year round have to completely change their lives during the during their work season because you have to put a jacket on and you have to play in 10 degree weather shit's aimed to play outside of out of all things at least minnesota has a damn roof and yeah they'll they'll go for four years and play to alabama but that's to like you know make a lot of money and that's Mm -hmm. to play for nick saban you don't got nick saban you do not have that Man, but I don't want to discredit uh, what Jordan Love could do, though. I mean, he's sat behind Aaron for a year. I know the relationship was probably toxic, but they did draft him in the first round. He has a year under his belt. I would watch out for Jordan Love. Like, not a lot of people are talking about him because they don't see him a lot. And like you said, he had an awful preseason, but now he gets a full if Aaron is not there, he gets a full year under his belt to become that starter. I tried to find video on Jordan Love. I tried. And the best that I could find was uh, a clip of him at a training camp, and he was throwing balls into a net. And then I saw one video where he's, like, running, indoor practice facility. He's running, trying to throw a ball to a net. Throws it right in the ground, five feet in front of him. <laughs> Those were legitimately the only two clips I have of him in a Packers uniform throwing a football. Oh my God. No way. Oh, well, I guess breaking news a day ago, GM Brian. Guskins, I don't know, Packers GM, says Jordan Love has a long way to go in his development. So uh, that kind of shits on my uh, thought process about Jordan Love. Maybe he develops really fast. Quarterback one throughout the whole summer, you know, he finds a net that's a little closer to him, so he does you know, five feet away. Put a net five feet away so he doesn't throw it right into the ground. You know, just try different things. <laughs> Man, I because guess what? Your boy's out. He wants out, and he's made it toxic for your whole team. He's even told guys not to go there. 
it's going to be a very, very tough road for this Packer team once Aaron's gone. And I'm all for it as a NFC North uh, supporter. Who would you – okay, so Aaron Rodgers goes to Oakland – or Vegas or Denver. Hmm. They sign Blake Bortles, and they sign RG3 with Jordan, with Jordan Love. Who – well, how do you think the teams finish in the NFC North? Um, Chicago Vikings, Detroit Packers. Really? Yes. So you're assuming Justin Fields starts week one, obviously. I mean, obviously. But I also feel like that defense did so much last year and that they stay hot like they did last year, which they kept almost like 90% of their defense and they added some. That defense is once again a top three defense in the league. So just off defense and just being able to split the games in your division and sweep the Packers, you'll be all right. And you might be able to sweep the Lions. I don't think you'll go either one and one or lose both to the Vikings. Interesting. Yeah. But the Bears are a 12 team, 12 win team this year. If Justin plays 50% to his potential. Like if they just struggle and they just like lose games 17 to six and like shit like that, like, okay, like you deal with that because. Um Justin's first year. How many games does Kellen Mond play for the Vikings? Zero. Think so? Yeah, unless unless Kirk gets hurt. I mean, we could sit here and talk shit about Kirk because we know as fans, we know we're looking at him and go, he doesn't have the it factor. He has the numbers. He has all that. Everything looks good. He's very accurate. He he can make it happen. But a couple of things he can't make happen. Clutch performances, Monday night games, and just not having the it factor, especially when it comes to your teammate. Damn, Kurt, throw the damn ball. Slamming helmets on the ground. That shows one thing. It's just... Kurt sometimes just doesn't have it sometimes. Justin Jefferson did make some comments today. I was trying to find it. I, it did that thing I saw it on Instagram. And you know how I mean, like sometimes you open Instagram and you see something interesting, but then it like refreshes and you'll never find it again. Oh, yeah. That happened he did to me. that. But apparently he said uh, he's excited to see them prepare to move on from Kirk Cousins. Something, something to that nature so there it is he is already showing he's already saying Justin's already saying hey man cool we got a quarterback granted hey man we heard the rumors we heard it all hey man they wanted to come up and get Justin they just didn't pull the move which to us is like "Eh, I don't know man because we definitely had enough to make that move and we just didn't and it's going to be interesting because how how ha- how are you going to keep Justin happy if he's not getting the ball or if Kurt struggles, especially if you have Kellen Mon right behind him? Like you legitimately put heat on Kurt. Like you didn't do that with Steve Mannion. 
Um, you didn't do that with uh, uh, Kyle Sloter. You didn't do that with those are guys are not heat. They hired or they drafted a quarterback of the future that can move and throw the ball. And a lot of people really high on Kellen Mond. I, I mean, he was – he did everything but win at Texas A&M. Looked mm-hmm. good. I don't know. It's, he's definitely an interesting quarterback to me because I think if you put him at Oklahoma, he maybe wins a Heisman Trophy. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah. know that that A&M system was, like, the best for him. It's definitely a good system, but, I mean – you look at the people who are kind of successful in that Jimbo Fisher system, they usually take a couple years. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's just a guy who's going to take a little bit longer to pick things up, but they didn't, he didn't, I mean, again, and you're also Texas A&M in the SEC and no matter what Johnny football did, Texas A&M is just not, cut out to consistently compete with the sec in terms of like recruiting and mm-hmm. it's just i mean put him in the big 12 and texas a&m probably is in the big 12 championship every year it's it's going to be interesting to go up come up because if if kurt doesn't get hurt i mean now i'm thinking like you said zimmer hates kurt so okay. To be fair, I also said Zimmer hates every quarterback ever. <laughs> he might like Kellen Munn. Kellen Munn seems more of his guy that could drop a shoulder and <laughs> lean on a linebacker, and he might like that. He might have find a quarterback that he finally likes. Man, Mike Zimmer saw that Tim Tebow got signed by Jackson. I was like, damn it, he was available. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. I've been trying to run QB belly dive for 10 <laughs> years now. Hey, man, I'm telling you. It's 1,000% talk to Eric Kendricks about taking some snaps at quarterback. <laughs> like, that's the Mike Zimmer wildcat is Eric Kendricks at quarterback. Just drop his shoulders. Hey, man, he'll throw Earl Smith Jr. back there. He'll have some runs at it. He just he just watches like Army Navy football. Is like, man, I'd love to run the wishbone. <laughs> I'm happy that Zimmer wasn't here for the Jim Clyde days, because man, oh man, it'd just be fullback dive left and right. <laughs> oh man! And now to the uh, news of the day. Um, Ooh, what's the, the news of the day? Oakland Athletics has called MLB and said, hey, yo, we want out of Oakland. Call Help. that bluff. Call that bluff. <laughs> o- Oakland Athletics have came out and said that they would like to relocate. And they are – they want out of California. I've read that, that they want completely out of California. Smart. So- where would you put this team? And this team, I mean, it's an up and it's an up and coming organization, so it's going to bring some excitement to any city that they go to. So, who and where do they? Who buys them, and where do they go? Uh, honestly, 
I, I was kind of thinking about it, and the only place that I can really think of, Vegas is the obvious choice. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's probably the smartest move because – the Money's golden, there. the golden, the golden knights crushing it. First, granted, granted, first year out, bro. First year out, they granted, granted. The expansion draft was a joke. Like they set them up to be good right away, but the city of Las Vegas has loved it. Mm-hmm. They are fine spending money. I mean, you can sell all your tickets to like casinos as giveaways. Just instantly, you'll sell out. I think they'd probably have to change the name. The Las Vegas Athletics doesn't sound very good. No, it doesn't sound good. You need probably a change, which kind of sucks because the Oakland A's do have like a dope history with the Bash Brothers and black colors, silver unis, and baseball. That would be so sick, dude. Put a little gold in there too because the Golden Knights, gold, black, and silver. Well, you just change it to the Vegas Aces. Oh, well, you keep the A. Hey, hey, Oakland, call us. We're going to send you this right to you because guess what? We figured it all out for you. The Oakland Aces or the Las Vegas Aces. Wait, isn't there a Las Vegas Aces already? It might be a minor league team, honestly. I, I think that was a WNBA team. Well, this one's actually going to make money, so we're going to steal it. Cut it. <laughs> yes, they are WNBA team. I told you. <laughs> Bill Lambeer is the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces women's basketball team. Whoa. Oh, they got some cred there. Hey, man, you ain't taking that team name. Not no more. <laughs> how... how- I might have to cut this, but how funny would it be if just a men's baseball team just immediately goes in and just takes the WNBA team's name and identity? That would be so hilarious, bro. That would be so crazy, too. So, like, yeah. Their, their colors are actually pretty good, too. <laughs> That's too uh, – I don't know what the legality is to that. I'm sure you could get away with it because it's different sports, but – Think about it. You wouldn't have to change the logo. You could keep that A. Mm-hmm. Just make it make it black. Silver. Make it black. Yeah, black silver with a gold. Shoot. Oh, gold cap was it? Oh, yes. I'm here for. I mean, it. you have the. You can just take the Vegas Golden Knights colors. Pretty much. Yeah. And be just fine. That is badass. Because um, yes. I'm trying to think of other places they could go. I know, like, Montana is a pretty kind of big town for baseball, baseball, and they don't really have anything going. Uh, I mean, you could try, like – I mean, again, where do you want to go? Does the – does the uh, – does the does Major League Baseball think that, like, Iowa is a big enough market? I mean, isn't there, like, two minor league teams down there? I think there's two systems down there. So, like, maybe you have enough – but then you're completely taking a team out of that whole region, and now you have to redo the whole region now because you don't want a guy going from Idaho or from Iowa west all the time, you know? You'd have yeah. to drop them into the central and then take another team out and put them somewhere else. Honestly, that 
makes sense because they should just get rid of Kansas City and throw them in a different like they should just redo that anyways because it doesn't make sense that it's not like Cubs, Sox, Twins, Brewers. Oh, you got American and National, so you have to like. I I'm, I mean I know, but yeah. still. And they're yeah, well they're gonna get rid of the they're gonna they're gonna like get rid of the DH or get rid of the pitchers hitting anyways. They gotta figure that out anyways. Honestly, after Otani, Otani might single-handedly eliminate the DH. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think we figured it out. They gotta go to Vegas, become the A, the Aces, share the name, have like group outings together as baseball and basketball, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like the way that Las Vegas has like taken to things, taken to professional sporting teams. And that's even without having fans last year at the Raiders stadium, man, why not? I mean, you're just making Las Vegas have more family friendly options. Mm-hmm. Get Dana White to invest. Yeah. Or, you know, you could move the team to Portland, Portland, uh, just move them up North a little bit, go to Portland. Uh, Charlotte needs a baseball team. You know, Charlotte only has the Panthers and uh, the Hurricane. So you move them over there. Nashville. Nashville, a really good spot for baseball, too. Carolina or Tennessee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or move them north. All the way north. I, I mean, granted, right now, COVID for them is awful, but you could bring a Montreal team. Or I was going to say, Here's the thing. If, if they go to Montreal, there's no chance they're not the Expos. Do you have to be the Expos? I think I have an old school Expos jersey somewhere. <laughs> I, dude, I've the only Expos jersey I'm ever going to buy is a Tom Brady one. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, they sold out uh, every year. They Well, pre-COVID, the mm-hmm. Blue Jays had, like, exhibition games in the preseason in Montreal in the old Expo Stadium. Sells out every year, full house. So, I mean, not a bad idea. Baseball's got, what, 32 teams? Uh, yeah, 30 teams, actually. 30? Got, yeah. got to bump that up to 32. Well, how much do they want to at, expand, though? At Didn't they want, like, $2 billion about, to expand? Yeah. That's they, really uh, much. They're looking at uh, six teams to join. All those teams, all those cities that I named was a possibility to add teams to those cities to expand the league. That's just way too much money for uh, a sport that I think is struggling to maintain relevance. Yeah, but. And six teams would be, six teams would be, who are the Twins going to have left in their bullpen? I'm just kidding. No one would take any Twins bullpen pitchers on their team. They would have an exemption for the Twins. They're like, no, you can't take any. <laughs> no, you guys keep yours. We're fine. We're just going to take extra from the Dodgers. Yeah. We'll take everyone's <laughs> – we'll take the Dodgers just single A yeah. club. <laughs> we'll take all those guys. Man, oh, man. But, yeah, Oakland, uh, the a- athletics might be no more soon to come which yeah absolutely wild it's been a while since 
Major League Baseball has had any sort of shakeup, but I would enjoy seeing it. You know, I mean, yeah. again, Oakland is great, but they've never really got it done. They've got a great history. You'd like to see them be able to keep that. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'm a huge fan of in this day and age, uh, fans saying, no, we're not going to pay for your fucking stadium. Right. No. Like, I, no, we don't have gas in this country and unemployed and like, people like can't like employers can't find people to work like the fast food place down by my house is offering $200 cash if you work there for 30 days like I I don't think that people need to be spending more money to fix your stadium no that that is that is one thing that I am full-on I am fine if the United States and American sports start being more like Europe and let these billionaire owners and all these people pay for their own stuff. I mean, yeah, you have the money. Why the hell do you need ours? Plain and simple. All right. Do you have some picks for tomorrow? Because we are here. Picks of the week at Money Back Guaranteed. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. Money is not guaranteed. Disclaimer. Not guaranteed. Yeah, not guaranteed. We didn't do great last week. I got I got absolutely screwed by Victor Rask, that piece of garbage. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps playing because the Wild don't have centers, but he is so bad at playing hockey. He misses an open net. Misses an open net. Just missed it. Whatever. It's an open net. Why would I want to hit that? Whatever. Misses an open net. Yeah, did I mention there was no goalie and he missed it? Which would have been winning by two. Would have cashed my minus 1.5. Would have been fantastic. Would have had a clean sweep of the wild game because I also bet Kirill Kaprizov over one point, which paid out plus 130. Two assists, thank you very much. But here I am watching him miss it. And then guess what? Ruined my three-way regulation because they go down and score. So it was a two-point swing for me. Lost both my bets in that game. Absolutely destroyed because of Victor Rask. And he's been a complete liability for like the last 20 games. I don't know how he's still in the That's wild talk for the week. Um... NBA officials are absolutely atrocious, especially when they're officiating Nets games. Because I can't get Joker, the MVP in the league, can't get a call at the end of the game. And he got fouled three different times. Three different times. And it completely fucked my Denver over Nets because they put their 
whistle in their pocket for absolutely no reason when all three of them were true fouls. Joker and Durant were sized up twice, and Durant was just too small. That seven foot, granted, but just not the weight there. No call. Three different times. And then, you know, Winnipeg Jets lose a game that they already secured their damn playoff spot, so they're just kind of just skating out there. But then Canelo breaks Sounders' orbital brone and TKOs him in the eighth round. And Canelo did not look good. Honestly, he did not look as dominant as other fights, like all the clout I hear about this guy. He looked very pedestrian, but that one punch was just enough to just shut this guy's eye from the inside. <laughs> yeah, did you see the uh, the x-ray? Yeah, that man. Destroyed that dude's eye. Dude, completely shut it down, bro. Like, he might not fight again. That's how crazy of a punch that was and just the absolute perfect punch, perfect spot to do that too. Damn it. What? That's my picks. Yeah, that Canelo was a, a good pick by you, man. You yeah. actually, you did better than I did. Yeah. You're, you're kind of hot. You're kind of hot this month. I got to turn it up. Starting the month the way I did 0 for 5 really put me in a hole I'm trying to dig myself out of. Yeah, and I'm I need, ho- to... I need hockey playoffs to come like now. Yeah, and I am saying goodbye to this awful streaks that I'm having here in the last couple months, and I'm gonna have a positive month this month. <laughs> Barely skated by last year, last month. What are your picks of the uh, beautiful Wednesday? I'm looking, man. I'm looking. Right. I'm definitely gonna take the wild. All right. Take the Wild over the Blues. Wild are in firm command of the three seed. They're going to play everybody. The Blues currently uh, have the four seed locked up, and they really have no nothing to gain by playing anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I'm going to take them puck line and money line. Again, same situation where the Canadians really don't have anything to gain. Neither do the Oilers. But I think Connor McDavid, I'm going to look. If it's anything under minus 150, I'm going to take Connor McDavid to get a point. He's got 102 points. He is putting up not Gretzky numbers because Gretzky's on like another level, but like the closest we've seen to Gretzky levels um, this year, over a hundred points in 53 games. And I don't think he's done. I think he's going to probably hit at least 105. So I'm going to take Edmonton there. And then I think, yeah, it's tough because I don't know who is going to be starting in goal for a lot of these teams. So I might just go ahead and pivot to the NBA and see what I got going over there. Oh. Doesn't usually go well for me, but let's give it a shot. I'm going to take 
the Pelicans over the Mavericks. Ah, yeah. Because I think that's going to be a dog. Uh, I think the Pelicans are playing for pride. And I think the Mavs are going to slip up. Sure, why not? Let's do that. Pelicans over the Mavericks. Let's be bold. It's in Dallas. I think that's a terrible pick. But I suck at betting the NBA, so I'm going to roll with it. All right. That sounds good to me, man. Uh, my three picks, I'm going to go with the NBA. I'm going to go with the Blazers over the Jazz. Um, Blazers are jockeying for some spots here, need some wins here. Um, going to go with the Red Sox to beat the Oakland Athletics. Uh, clearly, they just don't want to be where they're at. They are kind of giving up already. They don't want to be in Oakland. So I'm going to go with the Red Sox. And then I am going to go with the Rays over the Yankees. Um, I just watched Aaron Judge probably hit a 475-foot home run in the first inning. But this Rays team is very feisty right now. And they're fighting for positioning. And that whole AL East is on fire with the Red Sox on top out of nowhere. First team to be down or to finish in last place to come all the way to first. Some craziness like that. Some crazy baseball stat I read. But those are my picks of Wednesday. I definitely feel like I'm going three for three. So, um... Put those picks in. There we go. And I think I'm not going three for three, but why not? Roll with it. <laughs> That's what we do here at Money Back Guarantee. It's only money, and they're not getting my Kentucky Derby winnings back. I don't care how many steroids that horse was on. <laughs> nah, man. Money's already spent. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What winnings? Just updated, just updated the uh, Instagram page through a little clip from the podcast. Feel free to get on there, give it a like. We're gonna keep trying to do that. We both have day jobs, but I'm doing the best I can, and yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna keep rolling, keep chugging along, and keep hopefully making some money. Yeah, absolutely. We have a little bit of playoff bracket talk coming up here soon. We got NHL going to the playoffs. We got the NBA going into the playoffs. It is going to be an exciting time. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be absolute friggin' wild. <laughs> oh, 